Welcome to the Dr. Berg's Healthy Keto and Intermittent Fasting Podcast, where Dr. Berg takes you on the journey for the truth about getting healthy and losing healthy weight. In this video, I'm going to show you how to target cellulite on your hips and thighs. Most people spend hours at the gym doing exercises to try to tone those areas and without any results. It's extremely frustrating. And that is because of this one simple fact. It's not the fat. That jiggly stuff on your hips and thighs is actually not fat. No, it's one of two things. Number one, it's a lymph situation where there's a, a lack of lymph drainage. The lymph nodes that you have are, it's like an extra circulation through the body that have, there's like these little nodes that accumulate um, through your neck. You have lymph nodes through here for the immune system. You have them through the abdomen. You have them on the thighs. They're all over the place. And they can create a lot of inflammation and soreness when you press in them. So a lot of women that have um, a stagnant lymph situation in that area, it looks just like cheese. It's like a kind of a jiggly type fluid retentive thing. Um, now, I study a lot about um, um, planting and growing vegetables and things like that. And I ran across this book um, by this farmer slash um, physiologist slash chemist. He wrote this book in 1932. And he's talking about corn, growing corn, and having corn, having a huge problem with the corn's uh, drainage system or the lymphatic system in the corn stalks, and having all these diseases with the lymphatic system of, of plants and uh, vegetables. And I was like, wow, that's interesting. What is it, what's causing that? And then he goes on to talk about if there's no potassium in the soil, the, the plant's um, drainage system becomes blocked, it becomes a problem. And I'm like, oh, that's interesting. So I took that information and I, I wondered if it was the same in our human bodies, that if you were to consume more potassium, I wonder if that would push some of the fluid out. Well, guess what? Sodium and potassium work as a kind of an alternative opposite effect. So if you're high in sodium, you retain fluid, right? If you're high in potassium, you can get rid of the fluid retention. So then I looked at potassium and I wanted to know how much potassium our bodies needed and I found out the daily recommendation is 4700 milligrams that's crazy that's a lot of potassium that's what our bodies need every single day so then I compared what people consume per day and I found it was something like a real small like less than a thousand and you might say well I eat bananas right bananas have 300 milligrams of potassium well guess what you need 4,700. You'd have to have 12 bananas a day. So right there, that told me that hardly anyone is getting enough potassium. And if you have lymphedema or swelling or edema or uh, fluid in your lymph and you're not getting potassium, no wonder it's not working. So a real big tip would be to start to spike up your vegetable content to get enough potassium to push some of this fluid out because it happens in plants. Why wouldn't it happen in our own body? Potassium is a real hard mineral to get too. So you would have to consume about seven 
up to nine, possibly 10, depending on your size, cups of vegetable to get your potassium. So here's what I recommend. Take a blender, put some kale in there, put some spinach in there. Uh, beet tops, by the way, have the most potassium out of anything on the planet. Yeah, those little, those little green things off the beet, the beet tops, and you cut those off and you put those in the blender and you start blending. You don't juice it, you blend it. Put a little bit of berry in there, maybe blueberry, maybe strawberry. Blend it up with water. Drink one of those a day, like fill it up here and then drink half, and then drink another half the other part of the day. Maybe add some avocados to there. Start increasing more potassium to your diet. If it, your problem is lymphatic, water retention, and then that problem will go right away. So that's one step right there. So try that. The other cause of cellulite usually happens when you get in your 40s and your 50s when you get close to menopause. And the reason for that is your adrenal glands, which are little glands on top of the kidney, they're stress glands, they're the backup organ to the ovaries. And so at age 52, or even before that, the ovaries stop working, they start, stop laying, releasing eggs. The adrenal gland, because they make the same hormones, start ha having to do more work and they start backing up the ovary. If they're stressed out going into menopause, that's when you have a lot of problems with weight gain after menopause, hot flashes, and etc. But if there's a problem with adrenal during that period of time, one of the symptoms is atrophy. Atrophy. What is atrophy? Atrophy is a shrinkage of your own lean body mass. It's your muscles. Your muscles break down. Your muscles turn into mush. They don't get, it's hard to tone them. So you can have either, that cellulite could be a fluid situation or it can be an atrophy situation where you have loss of muscle, not because you're not eating proteins or exercising, simply because hormonally it's very destructive on your protein. So what do you do? For that situation, you would want to strengthen the adrenals. Find something that targets and strengthens these, these adrenals and improve them. And part of that is sleeping and doing the right exercise and aligning your lifestyle with the, with the support of the adrenal. Um, but, there, but this is what I'm trying to say is I'm trying to say instead of just trying to burn off this so-called fat on your hips, why don't you just fix the adrenal? It's a lot easier. Okay, so those are the two underlying reasons for cellulite. And I want you to, you know, apply some of the stuff I just showed you and let me know how it works. Okay, I hope that helped. I'll see you in the next video.